In the 1960s, Roger Corman did a fine job, bringing the works of Edgar Allan Poe to the masses in a series of films. Now Mike Flanagan has done the same thing via television with the blood-curdling miniseries, The Fall of the House of Usher. I'm Stephen Archibald, and welcome to my podcast. Hello to you, and welcome to my podcast, They Came From Within, Cult Movie Reviews. And then there were none. The Fall of the House of Usher, 2023. Roger Corman's Poe adaptations, such as House of Usher from 1960 and The Pit and the Pendulum from 1961, brought this master of the macabre's works to life in vivid colour. In a new eight-part dramatisation, Mike Flanagan presents an audacious modern-day take on Poe. What's clever is that this drama weaves into its narrative the plots of several Edgar Allan Poe stories, including The Mask of the Red Death and The Black Cat. Furthermore, each character is given a name from various Poe tales. The fall of the House of Usher follows a non-linear narrative and we learn from the very start that Roderick Usher, the powerful CEO of Fortunato Pharmaceuticals, has to deal with the recent deaths of his six children. Over the course of this chilling series, we discover how and why they each die gruesome deaths. Its set-piece approach should give you very happy memories of the similarly structured movies Theatre of Blood and the abominable Dr. Fibes. One of the ushers will die after being showered in acid. Another will meet their end from being impaled by several shards from a large mirror. And yet another usher will perish taking their own life after being manipulated into murdering someone close to them. And while this series doesn't linger on the gore, it's certainly not for the faint-hearted. Bruce Greenwood is excellent in the role of Roderick Usher, the mega-wealthy type who always wants more. Roderick is losing his memory and he's troubled by more than just his past. He's tormented by visits from a Grim Reaper-esque entity called Verna, one which takes the shape of a very beautiful woman who he first encountered over 40 years earlier. Verna is portrayed by the striking Carla Gugino. Roderick Usher may be ruthlessly ambitious, but he's a complete amateur compared to his twin sister Madeline, brilliantly played by Mary MacDonnell, Madeline's ambition is so cold-blooded, so merciless, 
She's the most terrifying thing in this tale of horror. The leading Canadian actor, Bruce Greenwood, has appeared in such movies as Exotica, The Sweet Hereafter, and 13 Days. And he portrayed Captain Christopher Pike in the 2009 cinematic reboot of Star Trek. The role of Roderick Usher was originally taken by Frank Langella, but he was fired after facing allegations of onset sexual harassment. The splendid Mary MacDonald stood out in Kevin Costner's Dances with Wolves, and she was rather good as Donnie Darko's mother Rose in Donnie Darko. On TV, she's best known for playing President Laura Roslin in the revamped Battlestar Galactica and Sharon Raydor in Major Crimes. Many of us love Henry Thomas for playing Elliot in Steven Spielberg's magical E.T., The Extraterrestrial. But I sincerely doubt you'll have much love for him in the role of Roderick's legitimate son, Frederick Usher. Especially when you see how badly he treats his wife Morella, who's played by Crystal Ballant, after she becomes severely disfigured and bedbound following that acid shower, an occasion in which Frederick believes she was unfaithful to him. The poor woman suffers in such a way that you will start thinking about Blanche Hudson in Whatever Happened to Baby Jane and Paul Sheldon in Misery. If your love for Elliot is tested by this series, then it will also be tested if you happen to love Luke Skywalker as well. Mark Hamill is beyond frightening as Arthur Pym, the Usher family's attorney. He's a man who doesn't just keep a lid on their corrupt practices, but one who kills for them too. On the side of good, we have the assistant United States attorney. C. Auguste Dupin, an individual who spent most of his professional life trying to take down Roderick. Dupin is played by Carl Lumley. Carl first came to the public's attention by playing the detective Marcus Petrie in Cagney and Lacey. He also has the distinction of portraying the first black superhero on television, starring in Mantis between 1994 and 1995. Carl was married to the exploitation star Vonetta McGee until her passing in 2010. There's a scene in this series in which a character is scrolling through a Netflix menu on a TV screen. The movie Gerald's Game shows up on it. This Stephen King adaptation was directed by Mike Flanagan and it starred Carla Gugino and Bruce Greenwood. Kate Siegel, who portrays Roderick's hard as nails illegitimate daughter Camille, was also in Gerald's Game. Kate's married to Mike Flanagan and she's appeared in a few of his movies as well as in his other horror miniseries, 
The Haunting of Hill House, The Haunting of Bly Manor, and Midnight Mass. Kate may look rather fetching, as Camille, with her hair dyed white, but she remains a deeply unsympathetic individual, like most of the main characters in this story are supposed to be, seeing as this drama's raison d'etre is to point out how unscrupulous and narcissistic the super-rich can be. The lovely Willa Fitzgerald, who played Emma Duval in the TV series of Scream, and more recently played the police officer Roscoe Conklin in Reacher, portrays Madeline Usher as a young woman. She even occasionally gets to show shades of humanity beneath Madeline's rock-like exterior. And Zach Guilford plays Roderick as a young man. Zach had already appeared in Mike Flanagan's miniseries Midnight Mass and The Midnight Club. Michael Truco, who appeared alongside Mary MacDonald in Battlestar Galactica, as the resistance fighter Samuel Anders, is great fun here as the arrogant Rufus Griswold, a man who ran Fortunato. That is, until Roderick and Madeline decided otherwise. And let's just say, talking to Griswold is like talking to a brick wall. The fall of the House of Usher was filmed in Vancouver and at the Bridge Studios in British Columbia. It was shot between the 31st of January and the 8th of July 2022. And it was released by Netflix in its entirety on the 12th of October this year. Mike Flanagan directed four episodes and the other four were directed by Michael Fimognari, who also served as cinematographer. This is a good-looking and absorbing horror tale, which I highly recommend. My name's Stephen Archibald, and thank you for listening to my podcast, They Came From Within, Cult Movie Reviews. Please feel free to follow me. Stay safe and check for cavities in your walls. Bye-bye for now.